School of Life, Course 1, Week 3, Day 4. Look Closer, read by Chris Page. Instruction. What causes quarrels and what causes fights among you? Is it not this, that your passions are at war within you? You desire and do not have, so you murder. You covet and cannot obtain, so you fight and quarrel. You do not have because you do not ask. James 4, 1 through 2. In this passage, James points to the source of anger, that your passions are at war within you. Does this sound familiar? An itch longing to be scratched, a desire for something you don't yet have. It's essentially the concept of craving that we discussed on day two this week. Recall that on day two, you explored the cues and responses connected to the habit of anger. Today, we will begin identifying the cravings and rewards that make up our habits of anger. Recall that a craving is a desire, motivation, or longing to feel different. For example, maybe you spent lots of time cleaning and your roommate didn't even notice. This left you craving to be recognized, so in response, you snapped at her and told her to clean up her stuff. Or maybe your boss called you out in front of the team. You may have felt weak and powerless, so anger was called forth like a champion to defend you. People often recruit anger to pinch hit for many other negative emotions. Guilt, shame, fear, grief, abandonment are just a few. If you see that happening, make a note of it in your journal and we will dig deeper into that next week. What about the reward of your anger habit? The reward is the goal of the habit. It satisfies the craving and teaches our brain to do it again and again. By snapping angrily at your roommate when she didn't notice all your hard work, you ensured that you were noticed and that your frustration was known. In other situations, we respond with anger in order to protect ourselves from feeling afraid or guilty or ashamed. Anger can often feel easier than facing our grief, our uncommunicated expectations, or someone else's uncomfortable feedback. Full disclosure, dealing with this stuff will take a lot of courage. Why? Because it requires that you come face to face with your insecurities, vulnerabilities, and character flaws. It may feel humiliating, overwhelming, or even painful to think about. And that's normal. Lean into the discomfort because it's worth it. As Peter encourages, encourages us in 1 Peter 5, 6, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God and he will exalt you in due time. One natural law of mastery is that you must mess up many times to gain mastery. Every surfer st starts off as a kook. It takes a staggering number of wipeouts in order to be able to shred. But if you want to shred on the waves and in life, you must be willing to look dumb long enough to develop competence. You must be tenacious and humble, ready to per persevere when this, the surf gets rough, willing to learn from God and others. For many of us, it's incredibly difficult to be real about our insecurities, vulnerabilities, and character flaws. 
As we become aware of our shortcomings, we can easily fall into the ditch of shame. Shame causes us to run and hide from ourselves, uh, others, and God. But real change happens in community when we are real with God and the people who care about us. Industrial strength power to change is waiting for you. The key to access it is to choose to be humble and vulnerable, both with God and your small group. You will need to support the support of your group for life transformation. And God has given them tremendous power to support you. James 5.16 tells us, Confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. The power of God meets us in our obedience. As you train with Jesus, remember that you are in the gracious, loving hands of Almighty God. This where God is incubating peace, love, and joy, which are squeezing out any room in your life or need for anger. Training. Read through and analyze your anger journal entries. For each prior entry, write down the craving and the reward for each anger response. Record both in your journal. Track your cravings. What cravings are you angry your are your angry thoughts or actions trying to satisfy? What wrong were you itching to make right? What feeling did you want to have or not have? Another way of thinking about this is to ask yourself why the situation was so triggering for you. Track your rewards. What was the reward for your words, actions, or thoughts? A sense of relief, power, revenge, triumph, accomplishment, or satisfaction? You were finally heard or acknowledged? Is this reward rooted in a healthy need or desire that has been left unmet? If so, how might you reach out to God or others in healthier ways to meet that need or desire? Throughout your day, continue to spy on your anger. Write notes throughout the day, then reflect for 5 to 10 minutes every night. Record your level of anger on a scale from 1 through 5 with one being annoyed, two being irritated, three being frustrated, four being angry, and five being furious. Record the situation. Who was involved? What was the offense? What happened before, during, and after? Record the cost. What was the negative result of your anger? How did anger hinder you and others? Finally, pray. Lord, you are compassionate, gracious, and slow to anger. Help me to understand and slow my own reactions of anger.